This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. it is always good to have a really good laugh and well uh, the Winnipeg Fringe is doing just that with their winter series and I am so happy and excited to be chatting with Stephanie who has a new play out called Eye Candy. It's coming up March 31st but you know what that's not too far away Stephanie and uh, I was just attracted because of the storyline and folks the storyline you know I'll just give a maybe a little bit of a warning, correct, Stephanie? <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 fun to take something that was just a complete life-changing experience and stage it and layer it with comedy. Because as we know, there's all these things happening, especially like the pandemic, whether it's grieving a loved one, um, but birth birth there's so much that could happen and the adventures that come along with it whether things go as smoothly as possible it's still crazy what happens to our bodies as women when we give birth and there's so much that happened during the 56 hour labor of my first born and um it's it's nice and actually healing to be able to share it and and layer it with comedy as i mentioned because laughter is definitely contagious and and healing (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about 56 hours, Stephanie. Oh my goodness. Uh, I know. Oh my goodness. But now thinking back at it, it's, you know, I think about um, now I understand what pre-labor is and easing into, you know, being fully dilated and all of that. I think, um, yeah, it was a marathon, basically. My second born a lot faster, but it wouldn't have made such an interesting show. So I'm excited to, to share the adventure um, that, that happened between my partner and I, whether it was him passing out on top of me just as I was about to push her out or, you know, um, <laughs> just events like that or them running me a bath because I wanted a water birth. And just as I put my feet in the water, I realized that it's burning hot and the cold water wasn't working. Just all of these curveballs that I just had to go with. And then, of course, the lovely arrival, um, which I won't share too much about, but um, it, it's lovely to be able to share this story. Aww. I guess through this whole journey, too, Stephanie, when you're looking back at it all, um, how has it changed you as a person and also as a mother? You know, it changed me because I wasn't a mother before having this baby. And and that transition is so underrated. 
whether it's the transition of, of what it like what it is to be pregnant and to deliver a baby it's so underrated i walked out of that hospital i stumbled out of that hospital <laughs> just thinking looking at all of the mothers i know and meet and just being in awe of what they've been through to become a mother to enter motherhood so um, it really changed me in the way my appreciation for for mothers in general, my own mothers, mother figures in my life, um, but also changed me as a person because your whole life shifts in such a big way. Like all of a sudden, I am second. It's like my priority. It's my kids and and. You kind of have to shed that identity, and, and this is where themes like you know postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, mm -hmm. um, the challenges around nursing, the challenges around being intimate with your partner afterwards, and whether you're ready or not for that. These are all things that a lot of mothers go through that you don't really hear so much about. Um, yeah, all the things, the advice, unsolicited feedback. It's like, it's amazing. I feel like I've entered into this, like, yeah, motherhood, a bigger understanding of, of the, the joys and lovely things, of course, but also the struggle, the realness, the vulnerability that you're faced with. It's just, it blows my mind. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> if we get back to the show, where do you begin at, and how did you pick the experiences that you know you wanted to portray and, and then how did you manage to weave it into a full story? Yeah, I, I structured out the show in a way that uh, felt logical, following the pregnancy, you know, following the different terms all the way to the delivery of, of the baby and um, it it was great to be able to refer back to a journal I kept and pictures and actually include them in the show, show pictures of me along the way and, um, and just layer it with unapologetic humor to really show the, the realness behind it all. And I selected the moments um, by using at first improvisation and I, I use the fringe circuit to shape and develop a lot of my work because when you tour the fringe circuit, you have, you could have like 60 shows over the course of a few months and every night shape and try different things. And for me, the audience really informs what I do because my clown training and it, it's a, it's a duo, it's an exchange. And now in this new reality of performing virtually without an audience, you know, I'm taking away a whole part of the script. And I'm so pleased that I was able to workshop it with an audience to be able to know what hits, what doesn't, what feels good, what to stretch, what to shorten. Um, when I say stretch and shorten, it's funny because there's so many parallels when you're talking about childbirth. But, um, <laughs> yes. I, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to adjust and shift the show to this new virtual platform and um, which I've been doing with for all of my work, um, working from a home stream studio and, and just making it work. So this show, it'll be the first time I ever perform it virtually without an audience. Um, before the actual performance, I have uh, three days of tech and workshopping in the space where I'm really going to adapt it. So I'm about to enter that process 
um, at the end of this month and I'm really excited to give it a new life. Yeah. Well, and I guess, like you said, like you've been getting used to this virtual and especially for fringe actors that rely so heavily on the audience and that energy. I know doing things virtually, it just sometimes, I guess, becomes one dimensional. Now, this, uh, the play is called Eye Candy. So is there a story behind the name? Yeah. So um, I have another solo show that I toured a lot and it, that it has kind of shaped me into a full-time performer. Um, I've toured all over the world with this show. It's called Blindside, and it's about my childhood coming to terms with my disability um, and losing my left eye to cancer. Uh, so eye candy is kind of an extension of that. It is the part one, me becoming a mother, becoming an adult, and still being who I am, which is a person with a disability, with, with a glass eye. And um, so that is a theme that, that remains within um, and that I, I definitely use throughout the, the poster eye candy. It, it's me wearing a breast pump with a glass eye in my mouth and this really kind of powerful pose. It's empowering, it's vulnerable, it's raw. And that's exactly what birth is all about. Um, so, yeah, I guess I, I would say anything I related has kind of become my trademark. And this is very much a, a sequel to Blindside without having to see Blindside to, to fully enjoy it. Wow. I mean, what you've accomplished, Stephanie. And, and, it, and truly now, I, I think I understand more on how you feel so emotional about being a mother. And yeah. now the responsibility of... Yes, they're young and they depend on you, but they do grow up and it <laughs> will be another journey, right? Another mm -hmm. new experience. So, I mean, it's so wonderful that you are on that journey. And you had mentioned your partner or husband. How has that relationship grown with yeah. oh, wow. sharing <laughs> a child? Amazing. You know, you go, we, we, it was a clear decision for us. We were very lucky that we were able to, to get pregnant and, and plan it the way we did for our first pregnancy. And um, we felt strong, connected, ready to become parents. And then you become parents and you realize that you just have, you become even stronger and more, you have to, you mm -hmm. have to, to survive. <laughs> yes, oh yes. Um, and and um, yeah, it's brought us so, so much closer and we have a bit of an unconventional family setup where most of our relationship has been on the road. We met touring, we toured together, we didn't live anywhere, we lived in his truck for a little bit. It was just like we were fully immersed in what we were doing and as we managed to make it our full-time career and make a living, you know, we bought a house together and then we decided to have a kid. <laughs> and, the, and then that really shifted things. But all the timing was kind of the silver lining of the pandemic for us because the arrival of our second born Jack, um, now we have two kids, it, it was timed perfectly because we couldn't tour. It made me stop, ground myself. We did some nesting. We, you know, settled into our home. And that um, was necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, we're both full-time performers, so we are hungry for opportunity, and we never stop. And only when I 
actually had to stop did I realize how burnt out I was mm -hmm. um, having gone through a whole pregnancy, the birth, the early ages, and not stopping, still touring throughout. Like I, my last performance was when I was eight, like eight months pregnant. Um, and I was performing again when I was two months postpartum. So it was a lot. Um, and then with Jack, I got to re-experience fall again, but do it in a nice, slow, grounded, static way without extra visitors coming in and out because they couldn't come. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. it, was, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I think it's such a wonderful experience and you know, pandemic, yes, it's had its heavy toll on all of us, but it's yeah. nice to know that there are some silver linings and there are some positive things and definitely being able to take time and step back and, and be a parent, be a mom or dad or whatever is truly a blessing. I only say, I have only one request. Can we see Jack and Olive? Oh my gosh, I would totally say yes, but, but. they are finally settled upstairs. Okay, no, no, do um, not, not disturb a sleeping baby. Them, but I, I do have a picture uh, just right here of my sister and I. <laughs> oh, there you Happy. go. Uh, oh. And there we go. Happy <laughs> ending to the story. Right next to me. <laughs> so there's babies. Um, and, and yeah, I'm excited. And while I don't want to minimize the, the grief and the hardship that mm -hmm. we've experienced over the last year, um, we're really fortunate to have these types of opportunities to still share our work, share our stories. Um, and uh, thank you for taking the time to to, to cover uh, it. <laughs> well, I can hardly wait to see you live on stage, Stephanie, but it's Stephanie <laughs> Moran Robert. Uh, her play is called Eye Candy. You can go to the website winnipegfringe.com. Eye Candy is going to be on Wednesday, March 31st at 7.30 p.m. and it is free streaming on YouTube and Facebook at Winnipeg Fringe. I think I've got all that information. Uh, <laughs> but it's lovely meeting you, Stephanie. You too. Yes, Thanks. hugs to Olive and Jack and hopefully yeah. we'll see them on stage with their mom and dad. That'd be a great uh, segue for a new play. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Take care. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikeyou.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. 
the journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.